Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey, everyone. John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream.
Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Collider Body Slam Smackdown Recap. Hey, you going, where's the Raw Recap? Well, we're going to talk about that in just a second, but let's introduce ourselves first. As always, I am John Roca, one of your hosts for the show, joined by my man who runs the pro wrestling sheet, Ryan Satin. How are you feeling, brother? What's going on? I'm I'm uh I'm feeling okay. Uh, I'm 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 hoping that this all records this time. I know Remsen's still watching, so I shouldn't yeah. say too much. But but uh, yeah, no. I'm for those of you who are just listening. I was hanging my head in shame as Roka was mentioning the raw recap yeah. because I'm so bummed. We, I honestly like I love these shows that Roka and I do. Yeah, but that was maybe one of the best shows we've had. He and I got into it over a whole list of things yeah. we we had solid discussion I, we got into it when it came to ruby riot yeah. and ronda rousey uh he explained to me a bunch of sports things when it came to <laughs> elias and kevin owens yeah um I, we just, I, I, I was very happy with the episode mm-hmm. uh so for those of you who are bummed about the episode not going out just know i am even more bummed yeah. than you are we both we're, we're both, both yeah, more bummed, bummed than you yeah. are we both spent an hour in here talking yeah uh both happy with the conversation and then literally as we're talking in the closing moments about Shawn michaels uh dx brothers destruction all that kind of stuff uh thad pops his head in here and he's like hey guys and we're like hey are we over in time or something and he's like no um none of this recorded uh, the computer yeah. crashed we're very sorry. They tried to find it in the back. There is, those of you, a lot of you were like, well, wasn't there a backup system? There is a backup system in place. Uh, because the computer crashed, it was not picked up on the uh, on the backup. So I apologize yeah. very much. I'm sure there are things in this discussion where I'll we'll mention some of the things on Raw as well. But I'll be honest with you guys. I we could have gone. We, we maybe could have like later in the day recorded a Raw recap sure, still. Sure. But like I just it, it would have just been such inorganic yeah. conversations. Like we we really really like it's so hard to recreate a conversation that you already had. You know, like yeah. you're either trying to create the conversation that you already had again or. It just feels so boring, like you've already had it. It's not fun. It's not interesting. So I apologize. Trust me. 
if there's anyone who's unhappy about this the most <laughs> it is me it is I the guy who has to put content on the website yeah. and in the video page and in the podcast feed so I apologize really I apologize yeah it was a good discussion we went on and on about uh, Ruby Riot and versus like the Ronda Rousey thing we both found ourselves on opposite sides of it and of course the Brothers of Destruction were wrapping up like he said there was so much to talk about the Shield matches how great that elevated Raw that episode of Raw all kinds of stuff but uh, Ryan's right if we repeat ourselves it doesn't feel authentic it feels inorganic and um, I've had this happen uh, to maybe twice before on very long episodes of the Top 10 show oh, and on a longer episode too long, oh yeah oh. we've been an hour and 45 minutes in before we realized we, and we just we had to we had to take like 10 minutes get super pissed then adjust and come back and re-record a whole entire episode. It's not so fun. I've done it before. Not, too. I've done it before worst. too. It's literally those. I've had. Yeah. To, I usually will wait a full day because yeah. I like have to oh, like smart. need like I need it all to come back to yeah. me so I can at least feel like to me I was having an authentic conversation. Right. It, I've had that happen on a long one like yeah. that too, and yeah. it is really really frustrating. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of you watching this have your own podcast and stuff. You know yeah, how. Sure. Fr- I'm sure you've all dealt with this kind of thing. And I'll yeah. be honest with you guys. I'm not the most technical person, so I have to rely on others sometimes for these things. I yeah. there's only so much I can do, so I so so once again I I, I do apologize, yeah. but uh, I I gotta say I like this episode of SmackDown. Yeah, it was a good episode of SmackDown. Very a very lady wrestler heavy, which yeah. I liked. Didn't a even lot. think about it until you said that right yeah, now. But yeah, it was. It was a very much so, and I think they know they're, they're set, I, it looks like Raw they're using to set up the Australia show. And they're using SmackDown to set up Evolution. It just feels that way. In a I way. see like that. Yeah, send off show to so to speak. Not necessarily 100 percent yet, because obviously that's next week. But like, it feels they were starting the engine to do the setup shows for Evolution. We start off with Paige coming out, doing her thing, talking about how uh, Joe was arrested and how AJ Styles' family is okay. We had all of that, uh, but then a- she said there were charges filed and Joe was arrested for trespassing, all that kind of stuff. And then AJ Styles comes in on set. Light and he says, you know, uh, he's dropping the charges. Oh, uh, you know, he didn't quite go far enough for me to keep the charges. He wants him to go through with the match. What a surprise. But he said something weird. He said he's going to bury Joe. Like, Joe's not coming back from Australia. I don't know what that means. He's going to bury him in the barrier reef. He's going to drown him. Well, he said, no, even water. worse. He said, I'm going to bury him alive. Bury him alive. And what then, does that mean? And then everyone on, on I shouldn't yell. Excuse me, I'm yelling. It makes yeah. the thing go up. Uh, I heard it that time. I'm getting better at this. You heard the spike. Yeah, I heard the spike. But, um, but I saw it all over social media yeah. where when he said that, everyone was like, oh, damn, are they going to do Buried Alive match? And they were like, no, it's just a no DQ match, you right, know? Right, um, I, I, I would have been cool with it being a Buried Alive yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a match that hasn't been used in a, in a long time. I can't remember the last time I saw a Buried Alive match. Right. Um, but maybe, like, I was thinking maybe they're going to go, like, to a weird, like, like, wasn't there? I'm trying to. Wasn't like Paul Bear putting cement or something like that back oh, in yeah. the day, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I almost wonder if they're going to go that route with it, and that's why they did the buried alive thing, and they're going to make it like factor into the match somehow because it was weird, yeah. how much they focused on it as as like the selling point right there. Yeah. When I mean, they have to think that majority of wrestling fans that watch the show. Are familiar with the concept of a buried alive yeah, match? Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think I think a lot of people were like, "Whoa, is it buried alive?" Oh, no, it's not. Right. I also want to give props to Wendy Styles. I want to give props to her interior design work. <laughs> I think Wendy Styles, those nice throw pillows. Yes. The, the it literally, I saw someone else. Someone pointed this out to me on Twitter, and I, I'm sorry that I don't have your uh, your handle here. Yeah. Uh, but a couple people pointed this out to me on Twitter that AJ's 
uh, that shot of AJ, yeah. it looked like the cutscenes on Modern Family where you see the dad <laughs> sitting there talking. Ty Burrell. Isn't that as a tie something? Yeah, Ty Burrell. Yeah, Ty Burrell where you see him talking. It looked kind of like yeah. those, like he was the dad on Modern Family talking. <laughs> um, and I like – I love that in this whole – Feud. Every time AJ Styles gets like real serious, it looks like an after school special it again. Does. You know, like like when he was sitting on the stairs in the empty arena, yeah. it looked all after school specially. And then this one too, where it's like sitting on the couch, real serious, talking yeah. to the camera. Like hundred percent look like an after school special. But at the same time, I love different things. Mm-hmm. And 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 there's something I've said throughout this whole feud yeah. at different points of like, well, this or that doesn't make it, this or that does or doesn't make AJ Styles seem like a bad dad. Yeah. This one made him look like a good dad. Yeah. Finally. It was like, finally. I'm not leaving my home until I know AJ Styles is en route to Australia. Right, right. I love that. I thought that was great. I thought they played that up well. I, I was frustrated that we, with, considering Joe had, was getting, even though I know it was on his phone, I'm yeah. frustrated. Uh, actually, since it was on his phone, I guess it makes sense that we didn't get the rest of the footage. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. So that was kind of smart of them to do it that way. Now I almost understand why they didn't do it sideways. Yeah. So it was clear he was on his phone doing it himself. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I... I, I I really, if there's any match I'm looking forward to at Super Showdown, yeah. it is this one, and it's also Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Yeah, and I think they don't have to promote this one that hard, which is why they did something like this. It's just AJ being interviewed. He can carry the promo himself, doing the things that he's doing, you know, and Paige being there, of course, a strong promo artist herself. That works in so many ways as well. But the Samoa Joe thing is fascinating to me on so many levels because what is going to happen here? If AJ loses, what happens? Does he lose his wife? Does he lose his family? Does he go into a deep depression? Whatever. You say there's no way to lose it because of the, the game coming out. But there's I don't know what the other option is. is they, burying even, him alive. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even with the game coming out, you've still got a guy burying someone alive. A father burying someone alive. I feel and like in this in instance, in like this instance, out. I, if your dad buried a dude alive who was trying to break into your house, I don't think you'd be freaked out about it. You'd be so. like, yeah, my dad's a badass. He's a badass. But if I was sitting in the audience as a 12-year-old, watching this guy talking about burying another man alive, he's like, Daddy, what does that mean, burying alive? As a he's tw- going to kill him. As a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old yeah. who watched Mick Foley get buried uh, alive numerous times, I can tell you with certainty that, I, yeah. that I'm fine. Well, I'm fine to a certain degree, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm fine for the most part. So I, I, I don't think it'd be that bad. Okay. Buried especially, alive. especially such a terrible person like Samoa course, Joe is right course, now. I mean, yeah. that's that's. I mean, Samoa Joe is killing the game yeah, right yes, now. Samoa yes. Joe is absolutely killing the game. Similar to Wendy's interior yeah. stu- interior design, um, interior styles. She should start her own interior decorating company. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting too deep in the rabbit hole here. But, yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed I, I, the Great way to start out the show. Yeah. And I really feel like Paige is uh, coming into her own yes. when it comes to GM. If Once she sits back and lets it happen, yeah. she's great. When she tries to be too participatory, tries to always get the last word, it doesn't work. Not every exchange is... I have to win this exchange. It does not work. In wrestling, no one wins the exchange every single time. That's that's what makes us enjoy because it's very human. So uh, when she, so the last few months, she's really tried to win every exchange back and forth, and it hasn't worked except with Miz. Miz, like, took her to town. Miz, like, you know, gave her a whole a lesson on how to do that. And so seeing her lay back a little bit, 
she, I agree that she's coming into her own. It's more common. It took some time to get the rhythm. That's just what happens, you know, it's experience. Yeah, did you see the Psycho Sid thing I put up today? No. Where he, I've been so busy today. I'm sorry. No, Psycho you're, Sid. you're a busy man here, Clatter. I know. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Psycho Sid, he like got interviewed. He did like a shoot interview thing. And he, oh, what? And he blasted Paige for basically blasted WWE like for, for having. Yeah, <laughs> for having Paige be the GM on SmackDown uh, because of her sex, like her adult. Content that, that oh. leaked on the internet, and he said that he would have fired her for that. And it's like she got hacked. You would yeah. have fired her for getting her phone hacked. Yeah, like what a weird thing to say. And he was like, he had a whole thing about it. You should go watch the video. It's it's weird. I love it's... when these wrestlers find God. They crack me the fuck up. <laughs> they crack me the fuck. Like, when they're they're like doing all these terrible characters when they're heels. Like oh, well, that's my job. Fuck you! Still doing something really crazy and strange that kids are watching. Sid Vicious stabbed Arn Anderson yeah. multiple times in a fight in a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, so he has no place to be talking about uh, exactly who should or shouldn't be fired from their job. He was made a world champion after yeah. he stabbed Arn Anderson multiple times. Why don't you so. go fix that broken ankle, old man? <laughs> Seeing him hobble down the aisle—it's been ridiculous when he came out a few years ago. Uh, anyway, Archer with the Carmella took on uh, Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. I like this match. This was fun. Once again, you get more with Archer with the Carmella. I can't believe I'm Matt cheering for Carmella's a heel. I can't believe how much I'm enjoying this transition. And I think she found a good foil in Zelina. They had a nice back and forth on social media. See, and she gets it. Some people get it. Some people don't. I like the vibe that's had with Carmella and Zelina. And then they brought into this match. And her reversal on her worked. Yes. Could you see the spots coming with the swings and the misses? Yeah, that's fine. But it still works in the rhythm of the of the wrestling. I enjoyed the match. But could – Okay. Yeah, go back, ahead, Ryan. If we went in back time a little, back in time a little bit, yeah. to when we initially started the show, and we were talking about Carmella and Steph, yeah, I pointed out how I thought that she had it in her, but that you did. her role was yeah. not to use those moves, and I feel like this match was proof that she mm-hmm. had it in her because she wasn't doing moves that were getting her cheered. Right, she was trying, she was purposely trying to not do things that would get her cheered. Yeah, so. When she's trying to get cheered, she's doing all the spots. She's doing all the fun moves. I mean, she's, you know, hurricane ranas and flying around. And even that reversal thing was yeah. dope. When yeah, it the, was. The way the match finished, when she rolled into that, that yeah. was badass. I so agree. I, I feel like, mm-hmm. I hope that other people like you who were so anti Carmella while she was champion and who felt like she didn't have the talent to, to, necessarily warrant the position she was being yeah. given. Um, I hope they're seeing this a little bit and being like, okay, maybe. Yeah, and this happens. Look, I mean, everybody hated Rocky Maivia. Didn't mean he didn't have the talent. Totally. It just they didn't like the way the character rolled out. I, I like the, the same thing with, with Carmella. I like Carmella being a heel. I thought she was a good heel. She just I didn't think she had the skills in the ring. But you can see here clearly she has been working on her game. And this started happening before the change happened. Yeah. So I like that she is come into this space. And it helps to have someone like R-Truth who builds your chemistry. Uh, or do you have a good chemistry with who builds you up as well with the fans and everything like that. So it all works out. And then you have someone like Zelina who is a good accomplished wrestler. She's wrestled for many, many years. So the, to roll with and have a chemistry with, that's just how it works. And I really dug um, what she's done. And, and if this keeps happening, because she's, you're right, she's still doing the heel stuff. It's just because she's a face now, it's okay and people like it. When she rolled into that jawbreaker, she was like, like smiling as she was shoving Zelina's face into her into her legs to you know cut off her circulation. So it wasn't like she's gone full face and she's like, okay, I'm happy I beat you. It was more like, yeah, I gotcha. I so. still think that when mixed match challenge is over, oh, or yeah. at least what she's done, you think with, she's going back to heel? I think she's going to beat up our truth and just get wow. that all, all that face stuff 
and then she's just going to be even more of a heel. People are be even angrier right. with her because I feel like they can't keep Carmella as a face for this for long. I feel like they're only doing this for mixed match challenge. Yeah. So I, I as as much as I am enjoying. Carmella's a face. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be one of those instances where they like they build everyone up just to shove them right back down of like, oh, no, put you in your... Like Kevin Owens loves to do it. Or yeah. Alexa Bliss loves to do it in a promo. I feel yeah. like we're getting that but in storyline sense. But all that aside, yeah. I love the pairing of Carmella and R-Truth so much. Just like I loved her when she was with New Day. I yeah. mean, she com- she's sim- similar to um, Alicia Fox. When Alicia mm-hmm. Fox gets paired with someone, like Alicia Fox might not be given... Tons of opportunities. Right. But when they do give her an opportunity, it's usually putting her with some random person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Gnome Dar. Yeah. Or uh, with a random group of female friends like Mickey James right, and Alexa right, Bliss, right, right. or the Bella Twins, or now uh, Jinder Mahal. You know, they, they love kind of throwing her in there as a utility player, yeah. just kind of help another act or whatever. And she always owns it. Yep. For the most part, she always owns it, mm-hmm. always comes through, always plays the part well, always makes you laugh, always entertains you. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that it's similar here in the situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. And and it, we'll see how, this, how long this keeps going because, I mean – Yes, it's fun, but almost is getting lost here a little bit in this situation, being, you know, roaming around with R Truth stuff. Even though R Truth was with Miz earlier, having a little bit of a program there, now you've got almost in this situation. We'll see how long this rivalry happens. But I feel like they had to put almost somewhere to kind of keep him in the, in the conversation, to keep him in front of people's eyes, but they're not necessarily getting near the title yet. So we'll see. Because he's got to get in that Jeff Hardy, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, Ty Dillinger situation at some point and go for a belt. He's got to. I mean, he should be getting. And more than Ty Dillinger. Yeah, that's but. for damn sure. <laughs> That'll come up in a little bit later. Uh, up now, the New Day. That's right. New Day rocks. New Day rocks. Come Came out with Mr. Bootyworth. Um, what is your feelings about Mr. Bootyworth, Love first him. of all? Do you like this whole thing? Love. Did you like this segment with okay, the bar I, coming out, attacking, and then standing over them? I did. Did you not like this segment? I, no, I've been hearing a lot of backlash Me from too. people, and I enjoyed the shit out of <laughs> okay, it. Okay, that's why it was... I really I, did. I, I like said it hesitantly, yeah. because I, I've seen a lot of shipboard on, I know, on Twitter I as well, it. and I was confused, because I, I enjoyed this mm-hmm. segment. One, Mr. Bootyworth is great. It's funny as hell. I would... Be I tweeted this this morning, but I would be very okay yeah. with Mr. Bootyworth becoming their permanent manager. Absolutely, they, they, or Butler, whatever it was. Whatever you want to call it, I I would be cool with it. I, his stone cold face, not stone I mean, cold face, that's the wrong word. Right. But it's just serious expression. Everything about it, I love the the, the tuxedo shirt. Yeah, everything. I, I'm a big fan of Mr. Bootyworth. I'm assuming he's a writer or producer backstage Probably. or something like that. I'm all for Mr. Bootyworth becoming a permanent <laughs> fixture of their, at least for a little while, becoming a, a, a part yeah. of their group. Uh, yeah, I didn't see the issue with this segment yeah. at all. You know, I. What are you hearing from people online? What are they complaining about? I don't know. I okay. just saw because I was watching. I watched it like a little later, and I, I after the fact saw yeah. people complaining about like, oh, that segment, you know, was just like dumb, blah blah. And I was like, well, I, I laughed while I was watching yeah. it. Like, you know, I. I'm still very entertained by New Day. I don't. They can do anything, and it's they can funny. do no wrong, Honestly, in my yeah. opinion. They're yeah. always entertaining. They're so fun, um, and, and and the fact that like they were gonna give away their pancake secret, and the bar being the ultimate heels stopped the people from getting the pancake. The secret. pancake of secret. They did. That's a great. That's it's <laughs> fun. Like, how do you, as a wrestling fan? Who watches WWE? Like, I get it if you don't watch WWE. Right, right, right. Like, if you don't watch WWE or you hate watch WWE, which I don't understand either. But, if, like, because like, there are things I hate watch. Right. 
But I don't complain about them. Like, I hate watch it, but I enjoy of hate, course. Like The Bachelor. Yeah. I hate watch The Bachelor, my girlfriend, all the time, yeah. you know? And it's not like, I, I, I don't know. But, but I don't know how you can watch Raw and as a thing that you enjoy. Like, a thing that you actively enjoy watching yeah. every week and see that segment and and not enjoy it or think that it's out of the norm. Right. Like, th- these are the things you see on WWE television for the yeah. past 20 years or whatever, at least yeah. my whole adult life. So, sure. not even my adult life, my childhood life, my, adult, my entire life pretty much. Right. So, so yeah, I, I I loved it. I thought it made the bar look like total assholes. Yeah. I thought it made Mr. Bootyworth look awesome. I thought that it was fun segment. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't understand what the compl- I, I should look up what the complaints. Yeah, were. yeah, because I I saw in the new day do that. I mean, I've read. I saw the bar come in and just have a back and forth with them, then take them all out one by one. Obviously, setting up a, a, the tag team match that's coming up. And to me, I enjoyed the hell out of that. And Bootyworth, we get these characters that come on the show, and they're interesting. They're fun. They're different. They're new, and they they kind of give new life to a a. a, a a bit or a team that's or an act that's been going on for quite some time, it works. I mean, Mr. Buddha with is fantastic. I, I don't know what the issues are. Someone said, like, I wasn't a fan of this. Someone said, I wasn't a fan of that New Day bar segment. Just felt random. I know they're wrestling Saturday, but I don't know. I wasn't into it. Just me. And someone said... Because this was supposed to be... Um, they did it last week. Booty was showed up last week or two weeks ago. So, yeah, I see I like see a lot of like is. there's no one really like point out exactly what just the segment was dumb. Oh, like, okay. you know, maybe like, they see themselves as Bootyworth, you know, kind of a little overweight putting the shirt on and they're getting made fun of in front of all these crowds. Maybe they didn't like it. Well, it deal too, with it, wrestling it, fans. It felt too real to them. Yeah, right. That could be me. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> in this situation. Um, are you excited for New Day versus the Bar? I am. Yeah, I me like too. the Bar. The Bar are just a they've won me over over the last couple of years with their abilities and their chemistry because when they were first put together, I felt like they were like Reigns. I felt like they were forcing these guys down our throat, and the audience completely rejected. Then they won that seven match series, which everybody was like, "This is ridiculous!" Uh, and no this one wanted dumb. it. No one wanted it. No but one they wanted persevered. It. Yeah, they persevered. But I think once again, like with Becky Lynch, their social media, Sheamus and Cesaro, the way they work it, they're not as active as Becky Lynch. But when they are, it's interesting. It's funny. It's fun. And those dudes really work well together. And they found a chemistry. And so you start to cheer for them, and they almost become underdogs because you hated them so much. You turn them into underdogs by hating them so much when they were trying to make them, you know, top heels. And so to make it all come around full circle, I really enjoyed that. And so now I'm a big fan of their and, and, and if they win the title, I wouldn't have an issue with it at all. Yeah, it's weird. The whole time they were on Raw, yeah. as much as I love Cesaro, I think the stink of that seven match yeah, yeah. series really just like stayed with that team mm-hmm. to me and I just I couldn't get into it. I I tried. Yeah. I couldn't get into them. And I think when they came back on SmackDown after that hiatus when they were gone, yeah. I said to them I said to you that uh you know Sheamus like I get excited when he's been gone for a long mm-hmm. time and then he comes back and I'm like oh Sheamus is back and then like it wears off really yeah. fast. Um but you know this is the first time in a while where that hasn't happened to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he I like that he almost for a long time Sheamus never felt like an extension of himself. Yeah. It never felt like himself with the volume turned up. It felt like a character. Even yeah. when he was like, first came back with the hair all weird and everything and did the whole change and look and music and everything. It, as much as like, it felt like something that he liked, yeah. it didn't feel like him, you know? And right now, this like, kind of like, soccer hooligan, bully, yeah. kind of like, veteran guy who likes to kind of 
pushes weight around feels like him. It, yeah. It feels like obviously like that's not him in real life. He seems like a very nice guy. But yeah. like I'm trying to characterize it feels like an extension of himself with the volume turned up. Right. And I think that's why and like you said, yeah. the social media thing I really think did help them in, in their time away. Mm-hmm. It, they, they started to feel like an actual team. It yeah. didn't feel like two wrestlers who were thrown together because WWE didn't know what to do with right. either of them. Right. It's actually felt like two guys who are friends now that do the same things, that have the same interests, that yeah. are that are a team. That, yeah. that, that, and that team likes to kick people's yeah. asses. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the same way as you. I wouldn't. I'd have no problem with them winning the tag titles right now. And they're two fero- they're two wrestlers who are ferocious in different ways, who are powerful in different ways, and it's fun to see them work together. And they don't seem to have a weakness. And they, they and their matches. No matter how long or how short they are, are enjoyable to watch because they they're really good wrestlers with a lot of skill and technique and understand how to carry a match and that's fun. To, and of course, New Day does as well. So it's great to see these two guys go, these four guys going at it. Uh, and I and I I know I'm like super stoked about managers again. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that you know managers are allowed, but I think they are a team who might be well served with a manager too. Yeah, who they could. Like, I don't Ooh, know. Interesting. I don't know. I just feel like they might have some fun with a manager like a, like one of the two hundred five live guys yeah. or. Or someone, I don't know, like a Noam Dar. Well, look, they or, create a stable with Becky. They could create a whole stable with Becky and then like two other people. That's I'd be that, into that, that to too. Go. I would definitely be into that. It's good to go right there. I would, yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Bring me Mandy. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, moving on to uh, Ty Dillinger taking on Randy Orton. Of course, Ty was upset about what happened last week uh, with uh, Orton beating him up. So Orton got to beat him up some more. Um, Dillinger came out in- initially with a lot of offense, but then Orton took him and DDT'd him off the freaking mat, then took a buckle off the uh, off the uh, uh, the turnbuckle that took it off and rubbed his face into the metal. It was all, it was uh, end up being a no contest, but it was a uh, it was a dist- it was nasty. It was not good, and I don't know if it's their way of saying Ty Dillinger is done. Or if they're trying to push Tyne Dillinger now to come back from this kind of injury. What do you think? I, okay, so first and foremost, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah. I liked it. I, yeah, I, I liked the match too. I, I liked just yeah. in, in general. Like, yeah. It was like it served a lot of good purposes. Mm-hmm. I liked Ty Dillinger's fire at the beginning. I was like, yeah, who knew Ty Dillinger had this in him? Like, uh, but it makes sense. I mean, you're, right. you know, if you're going to maximize the opportunity being given to you, like. You know, if you're getting a chance to go up against Randy Orton and you're going to get like this much offense, then yeah, match, yeah, yeah. might as well make the most of it, you mm-hmm. know? And so I, I, I like that. Um, you know, I wonder if Ty Dillinger is going to be a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like give Randy Orton something to do, basically. Oh, yeah. Until AJ Styles loses the title or something like that. Because I have a oh, feeling. Oh, you think they're going to roll think, Randy into this? I think Oof. that this all. I've been like thinking about it, have people tweet to me. Yeah. And it makes sense. I think this whole next subject or next target yeah. or whatever. I think AJ is the wow. target that he's talking about. Wow. And he's waiting in the wings. His weirdo Randy is wait, waiting in the wings for the right time to strike <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to AJ Styles. And I, and even though it won't make a lot of sense to wait until he's not champion anymore, right. um, I just have this feeling like, like as soon as he loses the title, Randy's going to be there. And that's yeah. the one that he's taking out next. Yeah. And that Ty Dillinger could keep him busy because mm-hmm. he did the whole like – F this guy. I, he just he just bugs me last week. Yeah, but now like he he stepped it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, Ty got some offense he did. in. Uh, and Look, then if you're fighting for your career. You're going to put it on the line, man. You're right. I liked it. Yeah. You know, I I uh, I wouldn't. I also wouldn't mind though if yeah. this was done like to a change of character for Ty Dillinger. Yeah, and because he can't do the ten thing. 
because one of his fingers yeah. is broken. Or I, I do kind of like that that angle of it that he can't do the ten thing anymore, so he's all sad, and then he's like trying to wrestle, but he can't. He can't. He like stops himself, and it's like it's like a thing for a while until he finally like until like his finger is good again and it can work, and he can, he's finally like yeah, and he can. I, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. I can get behind that a little bit. So, um, but I also wouldn't mind them using this as a reason for why he just doesn't do the ten thing yeah. anymore either, because I'm kind of over it. But yeah. Either way, I, I liked it. Well, how can I? I, I can, there's no top nine. I can't do a top nine. This is going into a deep depression about we it. We already recorded an hour and a half of this show. <laughs> uh, you know what? He'll have to go see the counselor who helped Daniel Bryan and Kane to deal with the loss of his finger and how if he's still a whole man even with a broken finger. Wait, completely non-wrestling go related ahead. side note. Go ahead. You saw Venom? I did. Okay, because I saw you tweet about it. Not good. I did not enjoy it. It's spoiler free. I'm not asking for stories. Yeah, I'm no, probably no. see Tom, it too. Tom Hardy and Venom, when they come together near the end, near, mm, I don't know, when they come together in the film, uh, I enjoy when they come together because their their back and forth is actually very interesting. It's the only reason to watch the film. But everything around it to me is built of paper mache and falls <sighs> apart quickly. <sighs> and if you if you but if you're a fan of '90s era superhero movies like Spawn, mm. not Blade, Spawn, then you might enjoy this. But if you're not a fan, so it's very, I got a feeling you won't. So it's very like pre Marvel movie, yeah, sp- oh, very uh, superhero y. Very, I, yeah, those were so, like stuck. what the Crow and Blade got right, but Venom got, but a uh, Spawn got wrong. That Venom is in the Spawn camp. I so, low key always liked Spawn as a kid, but yeah. not like cinematic. I, I just liked the way it looked, you right, know. But right. the, yeah, it got a lot of run, and I like John Leguizamo. So yeah, you know, yeah, he was great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wait, real fast, because you mentioned sure, Blade, too. This is just another thing that came up on our show recently. Since you love Blade. I do. Jamie, my co-host. Okay. He said that he's always wanted to be Blade for Halloween, <laughs> but doesn't. Is this a dangerous thing? Are you walking me into a mind? No, no, no. We had a whole right. conversation on the show about okay, it. Okay, okay. Is it bad if he were to dress like if he, he could do, dress up as Blade? That's what I'm saying. Not he can't blackface. put blackface. No, we're, we we told him this. We said, of course, as long as you don't wear blackface, yeah. like you can dress up as Blade for Halloween. Yeah, no one have a problem with that, right? Yeah, but it's out of respect. People cosplay as Blade all the time at uh, Comic Con. He said because and, of the hair. He what, said like he said it. <laughs> what a Jerry curl? Well, he said like. <laughs> He's not going to put a photo When we were on. talking about this off air, he said that, like, the main reason is because, like, it wouldn't look like a good cosplay of Blade. If he had his hair, he'd have to have, like, Blade-like hair, and that would kind of be pushing the, the, the boundaries a little oh, bit. Oh, no, because people have black hair. That's what I said Yeah, to people you. have black hair. If he dyed his hair and cut it that way to make it look like it, <laughs> fine. If, now, if he's putting a black man's wig on, then that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. Whole, exactly. He's putting fro on, then we got a whole other conversation <laughs> to be having because that's—I don't think that's a smart move. Uh, but you know, Jamie does what he—you know, Jamie's his own person. He can do what no, he he's likes. already—he's already moved on to other costume ideas. He's texting <laughs> me his other costume idea today, actually. But I just—we no, because we I, had a whole couple of the show about. It. But I went to Erica and I was talking to my girlfriend about. It, and yeah. I was like, "Is that bad?" She was like, "She said the same thing." She's like, "No, as long as he like is it wearing black And I yeah. was like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure as long as he's not wearing blackface, so he's not going to do it. He's, oh, that's a shame. He's very adamantly not doing it, but <laughs> I, I, I keep telling him I support it, but yeah. he doesn't listen to me. Well, you know, Jillian Hoff got in, uh, in trouble like a few years ago when she dressed up as Crazy Eyes from oh, yeah, Orange is the New Black, and she wore blackface. I'm like, I what is that. wrong with you? Like, why do people think – like, that's the that to me is mind-blowing how stupid that is. It's like, look, you can have one thing. You're allowed to not have one thing. You know what I'm saying? You've got a bunch of things in your world that you can do and act like and dress like – 
I'm sorry, you can't dress up like a black person and put blackface on. You can dress up like the character. You can't put blackface on. Sorry, no. That's just how this works. <laughs> you probably shouldn't technically dress up as the character either, but I feel like Blade is being a superhero. Blade is awesome. Like, it'd be like... People love Blade, too. Yeah, you know? I'm yeah. Like, I would dress up as Blade. Thank you. If I was in shape, I would dress up as Blade. <laughs> and Jamie's in shape. Jamie so. is in shape. So, <laughs> speaking of two other people in shape, uh, Rusev and Lana were up into the ring uh, with Aiden English, who's also... Uh, he should not wear black. I would take way too much blackface to make him look black. Aiden no, English was so pasty. That, he said, no, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't, I don't want to. He's so pasty. But he was in there and they showed the video of the Milwaukee thing and just as we were afraid of, man, the fight between Lana and Rusev broke out in the ring. Rusev stormed off and he got booed because he heard this I want you thing from, from her accent. I still believe there's two Lanas. I think that's the thing that they're going to find a way to make to create this. There's two Lanas. She's schizophrenic. There's the Russian who sleep with Aiden English and there's the regular speaker with no accent who's the wife of rusev so I, I what did you think of this whole segment did you buy it or do you think it was cheap ah uh, you know i liked it okay i i, I bought it okay. uh you know it seemed like classic heel stuff yeah yeah, yeah. you know obviously the tape is going to be longer yeah because it was cut off it's it kind of edited cut off, it was yeah. kind of edited it's clearly part of a longer thing where she says, like, I want you yeah. to help me with Rusev and get him this present or right, something like that. Right. It's clearly going to be something like that. Yeah. Uh, or she's on the phone with Rusev saying, I want you, and he's you know, just recording it, like, you know, editing it in a certain way. There's going to be some trickery yeah, afoot yeah, yeah. a, a, a here. Now, I, I liked, you know, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. You mm-hmm. know, I... I <laughs> The one night in Milwaukee name. I mean, it's just great. Cracked me up. Well, I think it's dangerous, though. I do think it's dangerous a little bit. That's Don't you? Because well, it's one night in China is what China's porn was called. That's dangerous. That's funny. I didn't even. That's my problem with it. <laughs> I mean, they haven't shit on China enough that they don't think one night in Milwaukee won't elude. Yeah, okay. Right? All right, yeah. Like, how does Triple H not catch this? Yeah, all right, yeah, I guess that's kind of a good point. I didn't think of it that way. James James was saying the same thing to me. Uh, James McKenna, who works inside this top five. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't really think of it that way. He was just like, come on, dude. And I was like... Yeah, that made me laugh, but I guess, okay, good, fair point. Fair point to you and James. Well, yeah. I'm, not tra- I'm not trying to win the argument. I'm just saying, like, this is what it could allude to. Yeah, yeah no, so I mean, yeah, I guess what the, yeah, I, yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you guys are right. I guess that's a little too extreme of a name for <laughs> considering the China relationship and everything. Right. Um, I, I guess I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, okay, fine, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I guess kind of, kind of, they could have thought of another name. Like, yeah. they, but, like, what else could you have called it? Like, I don't is know. there any other famous porn titles? Uh, There's Debbie Does Dallas. Sure. But that wouldn't work. Right. I, you I couldn't don't... say, like, Lana Does Milwaukee. No, no. That would not have That'd been be appropriate. That would be terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, uh, you know, I don't know a lot about porn titles, so I don't. But there are, like, famous, like, there's a green door or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, behind the green door. Yeah, behind the green door. Not that I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, the legendary porn titles are back from back then. Yeah, yeah, cause all, not now. Yeah, because, yeah, none of those, it would, yeah. 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 Yeah, they probably could have thought a better name. They could have just said something. Yeah, they could have thought something. Yeah. But they got their point across that it so, was a little bit of a relationship I, or sexual relations possibly between Aiden English and, and Lana. As as we all know, Vince likes to blend reality and fiction a little bit. Yeah. Also likes to rib people a little bit. Do you think oh, God. that this – the whole TMZ mention at the end where they said – You would know. <laughs> well, wait until I finish the yeah. question. So, so at the at, – 
at the end of it, Aiden said I had I cut off the video. I ended the video here due to legal reasons. I'm um, in discussions with TMZ right now uh, about purchasing, you know, buying yeah, the video yeah, yeah. or whatever. Do you think that this was Vince kind of ribbing Lana a little bit? For that oh, picture yeah. that landed on TMZ a few Absolutely. years ago when Absolutely. they showed they were getting engaged yep. and it killed the whole storyline on TV. Absolutely. It feels that way, right? He's got a long memory, that he Vince. Has, uh, he's old, but he's got a good oh, yeah. memory, that Vince. And and I, boy, he I, writes it down, puts in the file. Man. He, just, he just goes to his manila envelope yeah. titled Lana Ribs. Mm, hmm. There's that TMZ no, thing. It's titled mm. uh, People I Haven't Got Revenge On Yet. That's what it is. And it's just, and it's got, he's got a list. He's got a, like Steve Buscemi and what is it, Billy Madison? When he's with a lipstick, he's, right, he's like scratching people off his list. Oh my God, just Vince turning around, like, all right, scratch Lana off that list. <laughs> I'm going to kill it. My creation. Lana. Uh, yeah. But, but I, I, I thought it was funny because I, I honestly don't think a lot of people will even remember that. And maybe. Oh, yeah. It's so far away. It's so, so far long ago. Long ago. Yeah. Um, I mainly remember it because I was working there at the time mm-hmm. and stuff. But I just remember, like, you know, that picture ended up on TMZ was just like, a, oh, everyone was like, oh. Right, you know? Right. And so, like. Keep it. But I, that whole thing was funny, man. Like, I, when, when that, when that, remember that was whole cold fish thing yeah. when he threw the fish. One of my favorite Rusev moments. Yeah. That was one of my favorite Rusev moments. But I really felt like this was a, a little bit of a throwback to that. A little bit. A little bit. Two uh, birds and one stone. Yeah, because this is the first time they've tried to do any kind of split with yeah. them since that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and that yeah. was years ago. Right. So I thought it had to be a little bit of a throwback to yeah. that. It's only... Uh, Unless I'm crazy. Just, uh, I think it absolutely had to okay. be a throwback to that. Yeah. You do purposely name drop TMZ. That's a shot to them. It, it has, has to, to be. be. It had to it's be. It's not like they've forgotten about almost getting fired for doing that shit on TMZ. No. <laughs> they uh, know. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I, I really thought it was silly of WWE to do this. Now, I get it. I get that everyone's not watching Mixed yeah, Match yeah, Challenge. Yeah. But I thought it was very silly of WWE to do this one night in Milwaukee angle mm-hmm. where there's dissension between Lana and Rusev, then have them wrestle on Mixed Match Challenge as a team right, right afterwards yeah, and point. like joke around and be dancing in the ring and doing Rikishi stuff. Like you would think Rusev would be very angry yeah. and ready to to attack. So I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was weird to do that, but also not everyone's watching Mixed Match Challenge, right, and it's right. kind of not part of canon. So I also I also get that <laughs> it's the legends, it's yeah. legends section of the of the canon. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I saw I saw that uh, I read an article right before I started on the right before we started this on the rap where it said that uh, Facebook Watch is having trouble with viewership too. Oh, really? In general, like, I think it's like the one year anniversary today of Facebook Watch. Wow. And I was like, oh, just make Michael Cole explain it to them. You yeah. know, like that's what he does on Raw. Maybe it'll work on other shows. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go. Michael Cole? He's got to go. Oh, no way. He's got to move up. Put Renee in that spot. That's just the way I feel, dude. We got to move on from life. He's done it long enough. JR did it long enough. Cole did it long enough. You thought the time was good for JR to go when he went? No. Yeah, see? But I also love JR way more than I ever loved Michael Cole. <laughs> no offense to Michael Cole, but JR is a whole nother animal. Also, man. I really think that like, when I Vince no isn't around anymore, Cole. I just think when Vince isn't around anymore, yeah, what do you think's gonna happen? is that Michael Cole, you won't feel that way about Michael Cole. Because if you watch like those network specials like Mae Young Classic yeah, yeah, yeah. or really any of the ones where Vince isn't in his ear and he's allowed to do what he wants, he's like a great announcer. Like, oh, like honestly, like on Mae Young Classic, huh. I, I am... 
pleasantly enjoy. I, I enjoy the hell out of my, Cole's commentary. Fascinating. And okay. I know that on Raw he has you know a ton of things he has to promote. He's got to yeah, promote yeah, yeah. this and that, and he's talking about this later in the night and what happened yesterday yeah. and what on social media. I get it. That's what that job entails, and it's not easy. It's yeah. not an easy thing to do. It's not just you know play by play anymore. Right. It's a lot that goes into that. Like yeah. that job is. I couldn't imagine how difficult you that gotta, job would be. You got to constantly be aware of the facts of the story, constantly promote the promote the right beats in the story as the matches go along for each of the matches, and promoting the company, yeah, promoting different, the, company. The, the 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 apps, mm-hmm. the the, the every, so everything is my, right there in you, front of them. But you they are still have to do it. three hour promotional yeah. machine. You yeah. know, like yeah. you're not the announcer. Like you think, like everyone's like, oh, and Vince tells you matches. what to say about the yeah, matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vince is in your ear, your promotional machine. You're yeah. not necessarily play-by-play of yesteryear, you right. know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think when when the when the gloves are off a little bit and Michael Cole just mm. allowed to do his thing as an announcer, he's great. I think okay. he's great. Well, that's fair. That's a good point. Okay. All right. You know, I heard the other day, Shivani. I didn't know Shivani was still calling yeah, he's shit. He's back, dude. He's back. Yeah. He's MLW. Is that what it was? I was mm-hmm. watching Major League Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was flipping some kind of channel and it was on. I was like, what the hell is this? Tony Schiavone? Yeah. No, he's fully back. He's doing a, wow. the NWA show, too. Wow. Him and Jim Cornette are the announced team oh, for Jesus that. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. I saw Jim Cornette. I was like, oh. I was like that doesn't make me want to watch your event. Listen. Jim Cornette in my ear for three hours. If you're a federation and you're watching this by any chance, I will gladly work for half of what Cornette's getting, made, getting paid. I gl- and I would do a better job than Cornette. Let me oh. tell you something right now. I like it. I like, I like Roka's confidence. That's I have why, got, look, that's why he's on this show. Goddamn right, man. I can call those matches. Fuck. That drives me nuts. All right, anyway, because <laughs> uh, even because I hated when WCW brought on what's his name, the old dude with the receding hairline, and then the heavier dude that was Mongo on. McMichael. No, no, Michael. He was a wrestler, but no, the the the, the oh 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 Mark Madden. Yeah, Mark Madden. I didn't like Mark Madden. I didn't, didn't like, like the, him. Either. Didn't like the skinny older dude with the receding hairline who's still calling Mike today. Today. Uh, Tanae's a cool dude. You don't like the professor? But Tanae was like, Tanae was like watching your grandpa call a match. Like he was like your uncle to call a match. That's the thing that bothered me about I, that. I, I'm with you on that. It's time to have some new blood and some Latino blood. Get well, me in there. Well, That's it, all I'm saying. I'm with that last part yeah. too. But I, I, I do. Yeah, I'm with you on that la- on the thing with Mike Tanae. It did always feel like you're like nerdy uncle kind yeah. of talking to you about it. Like, you what know? are you doing watching wrestling? <laughs> Uncle James, Uncle uh, Uncle Dweeb, why are you watching wrestling? It's it's not cool when you're watching. It. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Mike tonight. He's got a right to be a successful guy. He can buy and sell me a thousand times over. Anyway, Daniel Bryan taking on Shelton Benjamin. Especially uh, talking about people from the past. Shelton Benjamin taking on Daniel Bryan. Yeah, right. This thing was back and forth. Benjamin, you know, acquitted himself well. Benjamin's always a good wrestler. Yeah, that's never been the problem. Mm-hmm. It's the character stuff. It's the coming, getting over with the fans. It's always been all of that. And so he. Got Got some help from Miz in this situation, and then Benjamin ended up defeating Daniel Bryan. You tweeted about this. What did you say about it? You said like, does this does this preview something else down the road, or what did you? I, I thought you tweeted about oh, this. Oh, from did the wrestling know? sheet account. That yeah, was yeah. James last oh, night. Oh, I'm sorry, James. Um, that. Sorry, my bad. Let me see what he what he said here. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, uh, but hold on. You know, I yeah, Miz got said up. thanks to Miz showing the oh. Uh, uh, no, I don't uh, think so. He didn't tweet anything? Okay, I thought I saw something from there. I don't think there. so. Nothing that I see. But anyways, okay. I, what do you think about Daniel Bryan losing to Shelton Benjamin? I I think Bryan's so Teflon now that it doesn't matter. That's how I 
field. Yeah, to be honest with you, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses against Benjamin. It, to, beating Benjamin doesn't help him in any way, shape, or form. So, But losing to Benjamin because of the Miz gives more blood to the rivalry. And so I don't mind that between Miz and, obviously Miz and Daniel Bryan. I don't mind that. And Shelton gets a little bit of a push in this situation. He is constantly being like, they, they trot him out every few weeks. And you're just like, well, how are they keeping it? Like, what are you doing in the meantime? That's what I want to know. Are you getting paid to just sit and train and lift weights and get ready and go to the performance center? Definitely. Not Damn. performance center, but definitely the rest of that stuff. Damn, that's incredible, man, to sit on and just – and then eventually they'll figure something out for you. Well, like, was hopefully. Shinsuke even on the show? Yeah, Nakamura wasn't on the show. That's right. You know, I – A two-hour show is too many people, man. There's not enough time. There is just too many people, mm-hmm. you know, and that and that is both a blessing and a curse, I guess. Yeah. You know, like – because there are really talented people that aren't being used. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it. I said that Shelton Benjamin could maybe be Randy Orton's next target to give him something to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of okay if he just becomes like Miz's buddy if yeah. they go that route. Miz, yeah. you know, does help people get over. He does. Get, Miz get, is great at it. You know, it, it, it did wonders for the B team. Yes. You know, yep. so I just think that. If this is going to lead to something for Sheldon Benjamin, then mm-hmm. really he, him winning the match, he gains win- – he, Absolutely. Everyone it helps gains him way more, more out of this yeah. than, than Daniel Bryan yeah. beating Sheldon Benjamin. He goes back to catering. Yeah. Does, you know, so um, I liked it. I liked the intensity he showed. Me too. Those German suplexes looked dope. Uh, the, you know, I found it interesting that, you know, Daniel Bryan went on this tweet storm this, yeah. you know to to defend Bribella this week and talked about how he accidentally kicked Andrade in the face a few weeks yeah, ago yeah. and and Andrade got like kind of knocked out for a second um this match I don't know if you noticed yeah. but Daniel went to do his headbutt yep and Shelton moved yes he did and he still landed on his head like head to head from jumping from the top rope like that yeah. it looked really painful and they cut away for a little bit and just did a, a, a static shot mm-hmm. on Miz to kind of like not show it was on the ring yeah. so we don't really know but it definitely I'm guessing was a lot of checking and a lot of talking in ears to make sure they were okay um Nobody no, is like not. blasting either of those guys no. for for hurting their opponent or anything like yeah. that, which I found interesting because obviously because they're both seasoned veterans. Yeah. But but it just I just found it interesting. You know, I I, I really don't like him doing the move. I hate yeah. seeing that. I honestly I hate seeing the flying headbutt done by anybody yeah. more than I hate seeing a pile driver. This that's a great point. The pile right. driver, honestly, there are times obviously when the pile drivers hurt people. Yeah, but the pile driver I see them doing the indies. Is not this now yeah. is not the same pile driver that I used to see them do back in the '90s during the Attitude Era, where it looked like, like where it looked like their head was hitting the mat, yeah. very the top of their head yeah. hitting the mat. When I see it now, I mean, their head are they're, they're landing like on their butthole when they're doing pile drivers, <laughs> you know, like that's how angled back they are to protect the guy. I mean, it literally looks like you're hurting your tailbone yeah, more, more than you're like... hurting the guy's head. But at the same time, like the, the headbutt, you're. You know about the risks of getting of headshots. Yeah, I don't understand like why it's still a thing that's so heavily. And I know I, I don't understand why it's a thing that's so heavily mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. And I know that headbutts have changed a little bit. It's not necessarily the the flying headbutt of yesteryear like Chris Benoit was famous right, for. Right, right. But you still see a lot of headbutts. You do. And I don't know if I think that they should be done. I mean, Stroma does it. But and, and it's scary as shit when he does. Yeah. It. And I mean, Shibata. Shibata had oh, that yeah, headbutt yeah, yeah. that wrestling from New Japan. A, a year and a half ago that put him out of action probably forever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just, 
I don't know. I really hate the headbutt, and I really, I, knowing well, Daniel's history yeah. of what we all had to witness, I don't know why he, why it's something they're allowing him to do. Here's an argument as well for Bray. Uh, how come no one hated Goldberg for knocking out Bret Hart? It gave him a concussion. Bret Hart's never been the same. No, never been the same. No, Liv, and he Liv ended Morgan his career. was wrestling a week later. He ended his career. He ended his career, yeah. and they put this. They put Goldberg in the Hall of Fame. People cheered for him when he won the title against Brock, which was complete bullshit. And he was there, and so like so. Where was that kind of anger towards uh, uh, him like they had against Bree? That shit was just – people were just waiting for an excuse. People well, were just waiting for an excuse to go after them. It's it, not that she's dangerous in the ring. It's just that they're waiting for an excuse. It reminds me a lot of this thing that I've been harping on for the past 24 hours on yeah. Twitter, which I, I know I sometimes get really uh, focused on things. And I, I, I don't let it go until I feel like uh, I have beaten it to death. But this ratings thing, you yeah. know, where everyone – Picks apart the ratings. Yeah. And it's like, most of you who are picking apart the ratings don't really understand the, that the entertainment street doesn't hold ratings to the same high standard they used yeah. to, or, or they have the same weight or importance that they used to. Um, but people are still like, WWE is, this is a terrible, scary trend for WWE. They have had back to back, all time yeah. low ratings. And it's like, if you go look at ratings websites, which I follow, I follow all those ratings websites. That's literally like a daily headline, all-time low rating for every big <laughs> show like that. But that's not what – the household ratings isn't what matters. It's the, the demos. It's like – it's how much people are talking about it. You know, it's – it's what age group is watching the show, what it's relevant with, who people are – if it's creating a conversation. Like these are things that advertisers want in today. Right. Does the show trend every week? Then you're going to get yeah. advertisers that are coming in because everyone is – like there's hundreds upon thousands of people talking about it. So advertisers want to get in on that. Yeah. So it's like I – with the Brie Bella thing, it was like everyone mad yeah. or, or you know saying how terrible she is and stuff. <laughs> All people who don't work in the industry, yeah. everyone who works in the industry is like, Man, it happens to everyone. Happens everyone, everyone gets injured. We, yeah. It's a thing that happens. In the indies. It, yeah. yeah. It shouldn't be a thing that she retires over. Right. It happens that accidents happen in the industry. Right. Then everyone, no. And then the ratings thing. It's like, WWE is in terrible condition. Like, Fox isn't going to take them because they're all-time low ratings. It's like, that's not – the amount of low ratings that WWE would have to get to get canceled right. would be so – it would have to be so astronomically low. And consistently for months. Mo- probably a year. Probably a year. And even that, if there were still hundreds of websites yeah. devoted to covering it, yeah. first of all, just that alone means it wouldn't get that low. Right. <laughs> you know? But even so, it would – even if that happened, they have their own network yeah. in place that they could afford to do themselves and, and do it differently – if they got canceled. Yeah. Most television shows where it's tracked what the ratings are and stuff yeah. don't have that ability. Like maybe they're going to get picked up by a Hulu or a Netflix yeah. or something like that. But they don't have the ability to just go like, oh, you canceled me? We're going to go to uh, you know the, 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 the Girl Project yeah, yeah. network you yeah. know, or whatever. I'm trying to think of a show that's been canceled that people were mad about. <laughs> right. But. Time Travelers or whatever. What was that sure. one tra- Time Traveler show everyone was mad about recently? Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, the one on NBC. Yeah, that yeah, one. I, I forget that. what it was called. But, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just I, – so it, it frustrates me when people are so angry unnecessarily. It's like 
there are things to be angry about. Yeah. This is not one of them. Well, and also, it's also people that don't have a, a history of watching wrestling for a long time because I've watched it for over 30 years, 35 years probably. And the thing is this, wrestling is always going up and down in the ratings. Always. They always have their high. They run their high, and then it starts to drop a little bit. Then they make some adjustments, go back on a run. That's how it works consistently. That's, you don't have a show, and this is essentially a show on for what, almost 20 years, 25 years? consistently scoring the ratings that it does overall and average-wise uh, if you don't have people coming back to rediscover it, new generations of people coming back to rediscover it. So it's a, it's, it's a franchise, it's a property that is constantly being discovered by younger generations, and they go on a run of it, and they watch all the stuff. You wouldn't be able to support a WWE uh, network, the network, not just Raw and SmackDown, the network, if you didn't have enough people patronizing it. So yep. it's a, that's the thing that... The hunger for professional wrestling is very powerful. Are people tuning in every night uh, for Raw or SmackDown? Maybe not the levels they were before, but that'll that'll start to change as but soon as they get some something some other thing in there that'll go right up. But they that's also because viewing habits, man. Yeah, like, you're right. That's a like, good point. I, I I don't watch live on my uh, TV. Yeah, no, I watch it on. Uh, yeah, I watch it recorded on my DVR. You know, watch Absolutely. it on DVR, or if I want to watch live since yep. we're on the West Coast, I have to watch on a streaming site. I have cable. Yeah. I DVR it. You know. I can't always watch it on TV because I want to watch live to cover it for you guys. Exactly. So, like, and there are tons of people like me. There are also tons of people my age. Mm-hmm. I am one of the only people my age who has cable. Most people my age don't have cable anymore. Yeah, yeah. They all are watching torrents yeah. or websites they find online. They're all trying to do cable cutting, you yeah. know, cord cutting or whatever. Um, and people are like, well, three years ago, there was a lot of people. Yeah. Cord cutting started about three. Well, yeah. not started, but has gotten more pop, more and more popular the past couple of years mm-hmm. because of streaming services, because of all these things. And those aren't factored into the ratings at all. In fact, something that most people don't understand. I know you know this, but like most people don't even understand that if they turn on their TV at home and watch something, that doesn't factor into the nope. ratings. Not unless you're a Nielsen house. Yeah, it doesn't factor into the ratings. But most people don't understand that. Yeah. Most people think that like if they're watching their favorite show, they're supporting it in the ratings. Like that's not how the rating mm. systems work. Um, so I'm sorry I got into a tangent there. Right, I know no, we're no. talking about SmackDown, but yeah. I, I, that one drove me crazy today. And it was yeah. last week. It was Brie Bella. This week it was. <laughs> this week it's now becoming ratings. <laughs> so. You know, it drove me crazy. We had to believe that uh, uh, Peyton Royce could take care of Asuka. Uh, we had to suffer through that damn match. Um, you didn't like that match at all? No. It completely. Asuka was an undefeated champion destroying him. Look, you can't say out of one side of your mouth you love Ronda squashing people, and then you're okay with a long match with Peyton Royce But I can say Asuka. the same thing to That's you. That's not possible. But I can say the same thing to you. And now I'm pissed that you guys can't see yesterday's episode because this is where it all came down to. And now we're going to get into it again. Okay, here we go. Is, okay. Organically so, found our way there. <laughs> so, Okay. To catch you guys up, because yeah. you obviously weren't able to hear last week's ep- or yesterday's yeah. episode, you know, okay, I obviously felt like I believe that Ronda Rousey is the the, the number one star in the company, and male or female, male or female, okay. I feel like she is the most famous person in the company, okay. and she needs to be protected at all costs because of that. So because of that, I didn't like uh, Ruby Riot dominating her for most of the match, mm-hmm. shoving her face into the mat, all this stuff. Right? I feel like. <laughs> She needs to be protected. That she is going to be a huge money maker for WWE for a long time to come. Mm-hmm. And that as much as we all love Ruby Riot, as much as we all love the Riot Squad, um, she's not going to be the, the at least while Ronda Rousey is in the company, she is not going to be pushed above Ronda Rousey. Therefore, I don't understand the point of doing this mm-hmm. or why I did that. Uh, <laughs> so now he's trying to throw it back on me. But I can say the same thing to you here, yeah, Roka, I guess you could. Is you were so heavily on the other side where yeah. the, the Iconics are someone they're building up. They are, right. but they have no 
There's someone they're building Are up. Are you trying to compare the Iconics to the Riot Squad? They literally came around like the same time. They're literally like the same thing. I will take Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan over Billy Kay and Peyton Royce at any no, stage of I'm their not, career. I'm not comparing their 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 technical <laughs> but that's what prowess. I'm you can't. No, choose. I, I agree. Their technical prowess. I would ra- as, as the Riot the Riot Squad are better wrestlers than the Iconics. Absolutely, no questions asked, no argument. Yeah, but. I'm talking about if we're looking at a chart here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If we've got an uh, importance chart, where you fit on the card. Okay. Riot Squad is in the exact same place as the Iconics are on SmackDown in terms of like TV time, the way they're used, uh, all that kind of stuff. No, am I wrong? No, you're right. TV time is the same. Yes, absolutely. The way they're used, their position yep. on the card, same, right? Yep. No, no denying that. So, I mean. But, but you're asking the fans to buy into. A believability, at least a suspension of disbelief, right? So if you're going to you, – which is easier to do with the Riot Squad because Ruby has great technical skills. Okay. And she's a good wrestler. The Iconics are divas. They're not necessarily – and nothing – look, Billy Kane, Peyton Royce, I'm sure they work really hard at the performance center. And there's nothing – I'm not saying anything about their work ethic. I'm not saying anything about their de- dedication to the craft, their love of pro wrestling, nothing like that at all. I'm telling you what I see when I watch. And I do not see good technical wrestlers. I see wrestlers who are overdoing every move, don't have a rhythm, don't have a style that works. It's so obvious everything they're doing. It's frustrating. It's like it's that Cena thing where he looks before he does the move. It drives me out of my effing mind. I like people like The Rock. I like people like Trish Stratus I like who learned how to be good. Alexa's fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. Alexa is great at what she does in that ring. And so and the Riot Squad is the same thing. They have a great they, they do a great job of like making thing making moves work. The, what she was doing with Ronda was great work. But you see Peyton Royce do thing with Asuka and it's like it's so incredibly unbelievable because she's not at that technical level that uh, Asuka is at. Just like uh, Ruby Riot is at a higher technical level as a wrestler than Ronda is but she but she's not as famous as Ronda and Ronda has more powerful moves. But you can buy Billy, you can buy Riot get Ruby Riot giving uh, Ronda a run for her money. Mm. You cannot buy Peyton Royce giving Asuka even five seconds of a run for one. I personally cannot buy Ruby Riot giving (laughs) Ronda Rousey the time of the day because I have seen Ronda Rousey fight in MMA. You have. She is a dominant badass. And you've seen her lose twice, though, in MMA, too. Yeah, but there wasn't just some Ruby Riot mid-card jabroni here. No offense. You call it Ruby Riot a mid-card jabroni? I'm just saying the people that Ronda went up against were like fucking. Legit threats. Yeah, of course, of course. Holly Holm, very tough. Like, yeah. tough, you know, tough ass. I, I'm joking. I don't think Ruby Riot is in the slightest bit. I, she'd kick my ass, let's be honest here. But I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, but I, I got worked up but there. Did you but, enjoy, but did you enjoy But Okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I got worked up there, but but, but I, I, <laughs> I get what you're saying. I understand your point. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I don't dislike the Riot, or sorry, dislike the Iconics as much as you do. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I, I couldn't find it. I wasn't so like aghast by yeah. it, you know. Like I felt like I even thought that move she did was kind of cool, where she did like that like gory special kind of mm-hmm. a move. That's a, you didn't like that like gory special like. <laughs> And again, if you're not watching the show on video and you're only listening, <laughs> go and watch the video on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet, just to see Roka's face right there. I, that look he gave me right there was just disgust. I liked it. Uh, and, and not, once again, nothing against 
Peyton uh, Royce and Billy Kay. Nothing against those ladies. They have a right to work. The WWE obviously loves them and wants to push them. They seem like nice people who are trying to make a, a, a name for themselves in this business. Nothing is it. I have to analyze this as I see it. And you know, my, and my opinion is they're terrible wrestlers. Does this, does this mean you're not going to be doing the iconic shuffle anytime soon? <laughs> no, or the iconic floss was that what it was called? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm a little outdated. And Sorry. Aaron Turner, you can kiss my ass. I don't care how much you like them and buy their shirts. They're terrible, and you effing know it. No, they are not terrible. <laughs> I am with you, Aaron Turner. I'm all about the iconics. I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah, no, I I enjoyed the match. You did really? I, I really enjoyed the match. Not, not like I was like, oh, go put it in, vote for the fucking you know, yeah, rest, right, of match of the year of or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, but I think it's very, you know, the problems that you have with the Iconics, yeah. I truly believe that it's similar to the Carmella situation. That they are yes. playing a role Absolutely. that they are supposed to play. And that Absolutely. if they were told, if they were told, go out there and have a five-star match. Right. I'm not saying they'd be V-triggering each other and stuff. But what I am saying is I think... That's similar to Carmella. Yeah. They could turn it up. They could tear it down. They could have matches. But that's not what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And when they This do, is not what they're supposed to be doing. And, like, this yeah. is, you know, these matches on SmackDown are vehicles to push storylines. Right. You know, they're not. There are matches that are built up towards where those are supposed to yeah. be the epic matches. The ones in between are supposed to be time fillers. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but they can still be good matches. Can Just because they? they're time fillers. Can, they, can a, a four-minute match really be good? Like, uh, uh, blow you away good? If you can do a three-minute comedy set, you can do a four-minute wrestling match. It's a good argument there. That's, that's all I'm saying. And, and, mm. and I think there are good... I think it's different, though, because... You... I could see a four-minute rest, uh, rock match and love the shit out of it. Could you see a four-minute action movie and be into it? No. An action movie, no. Well, maybe. But a that's short what this is. Maybe a short, but it'd have to be really good. That's what I'm saying. Like those BMW movies but, they but, but you just put it right there. Yeah. The action movie would have to be really good for you to like that four-minute yeah, four match. Minutes, yes. That's most wrestling matches. Because, because a four-minute action movie, and they're just trying to push something forward. Yeah. So not every match can be really so, – so they come across as mediocre because they're only give, – I guess yeah. if you look at this match, it would probably be like four minutes. Yeah, right? probably. It yeah, was I short. think it was. It was yeah, short. it was yeah. short. So, so maybe I don't know. it was rushed. Maybe it was near the end of the card, and the other matches took a little bit longer, so they had to rush through it. That's certainly possible. And if that's happening, then that's a real negative uh, uh, mark on WWE because they're, they're not doing the, icon the Iconics uh, a, a good service. They're, like, they're undercutting them by putting them in this situation. That's, and Asuka, too. They, that tr that's true. Brother, that Asuka push, this is beyond infuriating for me. Yeah, it's Shinsuke weird. I can accept because Shinsuke is fun to mess around with, but like – Asuka, this is damn ridiculous. There's no bit reason she shouldn't find her way into a, some triple threat match with Charlotte and Becky. It should be those three, for God's sakes. I didn't even feel so shorned right now. I, now it would, yes, absolutely. But they've got to find a way to get her back in this mix. She should never leave the main event picture ever. She is, as to me, she's as iconic on uh, SmackDown as Ronda is on Raw. Asuka and, is? Yeah. I think Asuka as, is as undefeatable. She is so powerful. I see powerful. it more as... Asuka's the Sasha Banks. Ooh, that's a terrible comparison. Because Charlotte is the Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. So Charlotte and Ronda Rousey, the blonde girls. Yeah, then there's the woman, the, the ethnic right. girl that everybody the pedigree, actually likes. The pedigree, you know, yeah. that, that had a dope, oh, solid right. NXT career. That's true. That people are actually want to see on TV. So I, I, I merch at, they actually yeah, buy. Merch they actually buy. Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. So I, that, that's why I, I see more on that level. Okay. And Sasha Banks is consistently. That. 
not in the main event right. scene. And we're mad about it. And I know Sasha's that. Sasha's great, dude. And so is Asuka. Yeah. But also, I think Asuka is better. Not better. I'm, excuse me. I think Asuka is incredibly entertaining. I would say better than Sasha in that role. Because Sasha sometimes gets lost in the secondary role. Sometimes she gets so mad Thoroughly that she's agree. not first. Mm-hmm. That she gets, it seems like she's so focused on trying to get back to first that sometimes yeah. she doesn't get it because of that. You yeah. know? That she's not willing to kind of like, not not willing. I shouldn't use those words. But like, that she's not ex- excited yeah. about being the secondary player. She wants to be the main event. Oh, yeah. And I think Asuka... She likes having fun. Yeah. Like, Asuka did fun things when she was in Japan, you know. Um, and maybe that's different because that culture, right? The Japanese culture is very much not about, like, I need to be number one. It's more about the overall That's what I would everyone. think. That's like, why, what's best for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like she is right now yeah. best utilized in a fun way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we, we've had – we've literally since her inception in WWE or since her debut in WWE, we had serious Asuka. We had serious Asuka for like three or four yeah. or three years now. We did. I'm cool with her having like fun. Yeah. And we get to see the fun side of her. And with then Naomi, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's going to realize that she's not champion. Yeah. And she's going to turn it on. And so I, I don't see okay. this as some doom and gloomy situation for Asuka. I just see it as like – just kind of like we were saying before with Shelton Benjamin, like, there's only so much room for yeah. talent on the show. True. At least they're using her. Yeah. I would be more mad. I would be angrier. Yeah, if they weren't using if her If they at all. just weren't using Asuka yeah, at all. for like months. Let months. Her sit at the, just letting her sit yeah, in catering. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'd be furious. Because yeah. I, I think that she is a special talent that mm-hmm. should be used, that is someone that people really, really enjoy watching. Yep. Um, I just don't think that, like, having her be do fun things is, like the worst no, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm, I like her having fun and doing the things she's doing as well yeah. I just want her in the main picture but, I would love her back there yeah. too trust me I'm sure it's coming yeah. like you said I'm sure eventually they'll find their way back to it alright well let's wrap up by talking about Becky speaking of someone who's in the main picture Becky Lynch came out did her thing did a nice little promo showed a video of the many victories she had over Charlotte Flair or supposed victories she had uh, and then uh, she was saying how Triple H and Undertaker is not the reason to watch it I am my match with Charlotte blah 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 really a good promo I thought yeah, I mean they just they unearthed something here that's just so much fun to watch and you keep waiting for it to fail every week thinking it might go back to old Becky and it doesn't and who knows what she was waiting for man is this the second week in a row she main evented with like a talking segment yeah. too that's pretty impressive to I think, agree to like put it in perspective of like the way they ended Raw mm-hmm. this week was Shawn Michaels yeah Undertaker Kane and Triple H and then right. a talking segment and Smackdown with Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Yeah. Not even really Charlotte. Mostly Becky Lynch mostly for the Becky most Lynch. part. Like yep. Charlotte came in at the end, but yep. you know, Becky Lynch was handling most of that. Yep. And it was very entertaining. Like they're definitely making it hard for you to boo her though. Mm-hmm. I I mean like But they booed Charlotte. They they definitely booed Charlotte. <laughs> they definitely booed Charlotte. So um I'm interested to see yeah. how long they really try to stick with getting her try to I like this though. I like it. Do you? It's Stone Cold, man. Yeah. It's the it's Stone Cold too was the same way when he had that match against Bret Hart. He thought he was still a heel for a little while longer, and so he'd come out and do those promos, and the fans were loving him and cheering him. And eventually, it turned. This thing, same thing. She's an anti-hero. The same thing will happen. It'll the fans eventually they'll figure out how to work her storyline and make it work so she's an anti-hero through this whole thing. And she will team up with Charlotte again. As God is my witness, she will team up with Charlotte again in a different way. Like they'll have different respect for each other, and that'll be fun to watch because if those two start going on a run for a tag team title like if they do a uh, female tag team titles and it's across both both brands raw and smackdown 
you can't tell me there's not a better team than Charlotte and uh, and uh, and Becky Lynch. You can throw me Oscar and Ronda, I guess, but you can't throw me a better team than those. Or maybe Alexa Bliss and Ronda, but the iconics. Yeah. <laughs> You almost agreed with me. He was almost in, so in the zone. It was like a uh, uh, like an Anchorman scenario where like, I <laughs> had something on the, on the cue card. Yeah. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But you're Did right. You, I, yeah. I, I I think you're right in that in that sense. I think that I, I think the same thing. I yeah. think that they're doing this so that it's not so odd when they eventually do a four yeah, horsewoman yeah, yeah. versus they four will. horsewomen. Absolutely they will. Absolutely they yeah, will. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is kind of all being done as like a it helps Becky, yep. but also down the line it'll make the four horsewomen stronger when yep. they all come back together and everyone's like buddy buddy again. Yep. And and you know what? At the end of the day, I'm just happy that Becky Lynch too, is man. not only, you know, getting a new character, but that she's becoming one of the most entertaining parts of the show. Yes. I mean, that's really cool. I mean, I, to go from being one of those catering people that we were referring to yeah. to now ending the show as like a you know as like the champion as like a dominant thing like as a even though she got into it with Charlotte just like ending the show in the way that she was you know mm-hmm. the way that she was positioned huge for her. yeah like huge for Becky Lynch thoroughly agree um, thoroughly agree I, I, and I always love when wrestlers use Photoshop so, yeah. <laughs> so it's the best in <laughs> fact. I think it was this week. Yeah, it was this week. It was the one night in Milwaukee thing yeah. where a production person said to like Aiden backstage during the thing where they were like talking about like, coming up next one, one night in Milwaukee. And Aiden said to the guy or the guy said to Aiden, like, we've got everything ready in the truck for you. And I was like, we never hear that. I like finally, like finally, they acknowledge that this wrestler had to pass something to someone in the production truck to get this segment through. Like, we, as a producer and as someone who works in television, <laughs> that shit bothers me. That we're always just to assume yeah. that that these guys have it like. They've made. I always assume they've made these things themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're like on their computer, photoshopping <laughs> their head into things, and then they got an email to someone. So I like that they acknowledged That's it with, with with Aiden this week. Yeah. Um. But Becky had the better photo. Her Photoshop yeah. was great, yeah. and I love that she tweeted the picture of it uh, on yeah. social media. Oh my god! Since it was like, so like, since you guys got rid of it so fast, yeah. like, here's the picture. She's doing great work. And they're all buying into it, which I like. Yeah. Like WWE on their side as well, so it's a lot of fun. I'm excited to see once Super Showdown is over, what they say next. Because I'm assuming... And she's right, by the way. I'm not looking forward to Triple H Undertaker. I'm looking forward to the tag match. I'm looking forward to Becky and Charlotte. I'm looking forward to Becky versus Charlotte and AJ versus Mojo. Yes, yes. So much more than I'm looking forward to uh, the six-man tag on Raw and Undertaker versus Triple H, which are the two main things that are being promoted on each show. It's interesting because the Khabib-Connor McGregor match is Saturday night as well. Oh, and that's super... Well, Um, Super Showdown is like at 2 in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... I'm gonna have to wake up and watch it. Like I have to, I'll have to roll out of bed to not wake up my girlfriend. Sneak out into the fucking living room and put it on. You sound like you're Santa Claus. I'm over just here. saying. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go up the chimney. <laughs> I'm gonna have to eat those cookies, drink the milk, I'm, and I have to not yell at the screen when the Iconics win a tag match against Oscar Naomi. But I'm gonna do it. Oh my god, it's gonna be so funny when your girlfriend wakes up because you're screaming about it's uh, bullshit. The most there in Australia. <laughs> and then your girlfriend comes walking out. Like, What's going on in here? You're like. The Iconics! It's the Iconics! She already gives me the side eye when I'm watching wrestling. And then, she, then your girlfriend starts doing the Iconic flush. Oh, stop it! No Sorry. way! <laughs> and does an Australian accent. And goes, boo-hoo! Uh, all right, anyway. 
Thanks, everybody, for watching. This has been another episode of Collider uh, Body Slam Smackdown Live Recap. Um, we did give you a little bit of raw, so they got snuck in there somehow. So that's a good thing, and uh, hopefully we're not. Nobody walks through the door and tells us. I know, I'm so scared that the Thad's going to stick his head in here any minute and be like, "Hey guys, there was a problem." No, but I was no. Remsen said he was going to certain. Keep checking. Thank you. It wouldn't happen. So, um, uh, do, tell them everything they need to know, brother. Okay. Well, youtubecom wrestling sheet. That's where you can watch the video of this. That's where you can watch our recaps. That's where you can watch the news hit videos that we do. Lists. Um, press. Con- I put a, posted a bunch of press conference videos from the New Japan show this weekend. So there's a there's press conference footage from Kenny Omega and Kota Bushi. There's awesome post match press conference from Cody Rhodes. Um, cool. I really like the Grills of Destiny one too, like the Tomatonga Tonga Loa. Those guys are so cool. I, I love it. That that awesome stuff. Uh, so go check out youtubecom slash c slash wrestling sheet. That's where all the footage goes, video wise. And while you're there, please subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Helps us out a lot. Helps uh, keep the computers from not crashing, and all, all that. So uh, so please like, share, subscribe, comment. Tell your friends about the show if you dig it. Uh, it really helps us out a lot. Helps mm-hmm. out Collider. Helps out Pro Wrestling Sheet. Also, if you're watching the video, go check out our audio feed, Podcast One, Wrestling Sheet Radio. You can search it on the wrestling, uh, wrestling feeds, on the podcast feeds. Uh, you can find Top 5 with James and Kevin where they talk about um, different lists every week mm. uh, of stuff they're enjoying. You can find Best of the Rest with Rachel Sam Evans and Aaron Turner where they talk about everything that's not on Raw and SmackDown. So they talk about a lot of NXT, Lucha Underground, um, and and everything in between. They do indie wrestler profiles. Lots of good stuff there. Um, and yeah, go follow me on social media at Ryan Satin all across the board and ProWrestlingSheet.com at WrestlingSheet on all social media as well. Also, if you are here watching the video, go check out everything Collider is doing. Collider videos. They've got tons of stuff there, including Collider Sports, which yeah. you've been all over lately. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff going on there. Collider Sports. We just we do every Monday a Collider Sports Time show, which is essentially our sports center of Collider, covering all the top news stories, including the NFL. And now we're starting ramping up into the Major League Baseball playoffs. We're going to start talking about that. NBA season's right around the corner. So much there. It's a separate podcast feed. It's a separate YouTube channel. Collider Sports. Subscribe to it. We've got stuff with... Uh, you know, talking the Lions on Sportsbook Premier League recap for the English Premier League over the weekend. We talk about that. Uh, Dennis uh, Dennis hosts an MMA takedown. You know, if you're a big fan of UFC MMA, Brock Lesnar. That's all there. There we cover it all. So go subscribe, and we got more stuff coming down the line. More fun, new, interesting programs coming down the line. So go and subscribe and watch that stuff there. Uh, and you already told them where to follow you, right? You can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And it's always a blast to do these shows. Even when they're not recorded. So, Ryan, I know we're, we're a little sad about it yesterday, but this was a lot of fun as well once again. So, thanks, brother. It's always fun every week talking with us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next time on Collider Body Slam. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends 
over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.